Well, welcome back to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montes, founder and CEO of Scalosity Works and founder of the Entrepreneur to Employer community. So we've received a lot of questions lately about what is, how do you create a vacation policy? What is PTO? How do you develop a PTO policy? How do you implement it? How do you track it? So we've gotten a lot of questions about that lately. So since we're getting so many questions about it, we figured it would be a great time for us to go ahead and do some, do some podcasting and talking about it and help you set up your business to be able to write and create a vacation policy to understand what PTO is and how to create a PTO policies and, and how to track and make sure that you have the accruals correctly. Because the last thing you want to do is set up a vacation policy and then not track the accruals properly, not, you know, making sure that they're, they're, the time time earned off, the vacation time that's earned is tracked properly because there's n- nothing worse than knowing you have vacation time coming and it not being tracked correctly in the system. And when you go to take that vacation time, the system says, oh, you don't have enough days available to take that vacation time. Great way to alienate your employees. So let's not do that. So this is going to be a multi-part podcast, probably two to three different podcasts because there's a lot of content here. So today we're going to talk about what are accruals as they pertain to vacation or PTO, what is vacation time versus PTO, how is PTO different than traditional paid leave, and what type of PTO policy do you need to write. So we're going to talk about that today to give you the foundation and understanding of vacation, PTO, and accruals. So in the HR world, accruals refer to time off, sick leave, and vacation time that accrues as an employee works for the organization. So for example, a company may offer four days of paid leave per quarter. When the employee has worked six months, they have accrued eight days of paid leave and they continue to build that up as a bank of time. Now, paid time off, also known as PTO, is the time employees take off during normal working hours for which they are paid. Employees either earn PTO as they work their regular schedules or they receive a set number of hours at the beginning of the year. Businesses will generally measure the time and hours. So let's start off by helping you understand the difference between PTO and vacation time. So vacation time is also earned, accrued, or front-loaded, and we'll talk about those two definitions in a moment here. But vacation time is time that is earned for hours worked. PTO, paid time off, is a umbrella term which will encompass vacation time and sick leave. So if you create a PTO policy, that is an umbrella term where your employee will have vacation hours and they will have sick leave hours in the same bucket. Now, for me personally, especially here in California, I like to have vacation policies and sick leave policies separate. I like them to be segmented. Why? Because in California, we are legally legally required to provide sick leave to our employees. So because we are legally required to provide sick leave to our employees, I want the employee to be able to clearly see how much sick leave they have versus how much vacation time they have. I don't want it bundled under one calculation. So now let's let's talk next about accruals versus front-loading. So when we talk about accruals, that is a process by which for every hour earned, the employee earns a vacation, allotment of vacation time. 
Same thing with sick leave. For every hour worked, they accrue sick leave time in their virtual bank, if you will. If you decide that you want to create a policy where you front load the time off, then there's no accrual. So for example, in California, you are legally required to provide three days of sick leave or 24 hours. Note, there are some areas in in California that require more than that. City of LA is a great example. In the city of Los Angeles, employers must provide 48 hours of sick leave or six days. And the reason we say or is because a person may choose to take four hours of sick leave one day, right? So they have an eight-hour shift, but they need to take care of a parent in the afternoon, so they only take four hours. That is why it is an or policy, number of days or number of hours. Those are interchangeable. So back to accruals versus front-loading. So for so say your employee, you're in an area where you are required to give three days of sick leave or 24 hours. You may choose just to make it easy. On January 1st, you front load their sick leave. So on January 1st, they have three days of sick leave or 24 hours for that year. It's available to them. It's clean. You don't have to worry about tracking and accruals. So those are the, that's the difference between accru- accruing sick leave and vacation leave versus front loading the offering. When it comes to vacation, I always recommend an accrual policy because vacation is considered compensation. Okay, so how is PTO different than traditional paid leave? Well, traditional paid leave is categorized as sick days, personal days, and standalone vacation days. In contrast, PTO refers to leave that is uncategorized and employees can use as they choose. So typically that means, as we've discussed, PTO is going to be an umbrella term for vacation time and sick time all bundled under one. So what is a PTO policy? Well, the foundation for accruals tracking is a carefully designed PTO policy. When creating a paid leave policy, there are many things that you, as the employer, need to consider. Number one, how will leave be awarded? Is it a cruel method? Is it front-loaded allotment? Is it unlimited? Will you front-load a set number of days at the beginning of the year, or will they accrue based on the time worked? How many employees can be off at a given time? Does the number change throughout the year? Will there be blackout periods when nobody can take time off? You know, for example, we worked with a company that was a a distribution company, e-commerce distribution company. And somewhat of a cyclical business that got very busy in Q4. So the company eventually had to establish a blackout policy where November, December, and January, you could not take vacation. That was their busiest time of the year. That was peak season for them. So the company had to enact a policy where during those three months, you couldn't take vacation time. The other nine months of the year, no problem. Take your vacation. You've earned it. But November, December, January, if you work for our company, we need you here because we are busy. How many employees can request time off? That's another important question you need to ask yourself. You don't want, if you're a company of 20, you don't want 10 employees going out at the same time. You're down 50% of your staff. So you need to establish a policy for how many employees can request time off at the same time. And how are you going to handle overlapping requests? The other question that you need to answer as you start to develop your PTO policy is how far in advance do employees need to submit requests? It's not good if you 
have an employee come to you and say, hey, I'm going to take two weeks off starting next Monday and today's Thursday. Very hard for you to plan your business if you have a short window of time for those requests, vacation requests. So make sure you clearly identify how far in advance employees need to submit those requests. You also need to analyze and work into your policy. How will unused PTO roll over into the new year? What state or local laws affect your PTO administration? Very, very important that you get guidance on your state and your local laws and how those are going to impact your vacation and PTO policies. Again, if you are an employer in the state of California, you are legally obligated to provide three days or 48, I'm sorry, 24 hours worth of sick leave per year. But if you are an employer in the city of Los Angeles, your responsibility to provide sick leave is greater than the state of California's requirement. In Los Angeles City, you are required to provide 48 hours of sick leave or six days per year. So make sure that you know what your state and local laws require. And then how you also need to analyze how is your policy going to affect your financials? Again, vacation time is considered compensation. So that becomes a direct impact on your payroll liability. So before you roll out a generous vacation policy, you need to do the financial analysis and make sure that you can truly afford the responsibility of a vacation plan against your financials. So next, let's talk about the type of time off policies. So let's look at the most common types of leave structures that are used by U.S. employers. Number one, traditional leave. Categories are going to include, now this is not limited, right? There could be others, but these are your big categories. Vacation time, sick leave, FMLA, family leave, Family Medical Leave Act, that only is going to apply to you if you have 50 or more employers. If you are a solopreneur just trans transitioning to one employee, FMLA does not apply to you. Federal or state holidays, floating holidays, jury duty, emergency leave, and bereavement leave. Those are some of the more traditional types of leave that we see out there. Paid time off, PTO. Employees can use the time as they choose. So that is a type of leave structure. So you have your traditional leave, you have PTO, you have unlimited PTO, which gained a lot of popularity over the past few years. Basically with unlimited PTO, employees can take off as many days as they want. The reality is this though, with companies that provide unlimited PTO, we don't see employees taking advantage of that simply because they can't afford to be away from work that much. So I think a better approach, instead of providing unlimited PTO, and creating something that truly won't be used, you need to create a solid vacation or PTO plan and then encourage your team to actually take the time off. Providing a benefit such as unlimited PTO that will never be used is no good. It doesn't, it doesn't create the value that it's designed to create. And then the last type of uh, common leave that's used in the U.S., is what we call a PTO purchase plan. This allows your employee to buy and sell vacation days. The currency is their regular salary. This type of policy is often included in a cafeteria or flex program. Um, employees can choose to use pre-tax earnings to purchase benefits of their choice, which may include health insurance, life insurance, supplemental insurance, and flex spending accounts. So if you are just transitioning from solopreneur to employer, I wouldn't recommend any type of PTO purchase plans. Do not overcomplicate this, right? A simple sick leave plan and a simple vacation plan is your best way to get started.
So how do we simplify leave management? Because again, it's up to you as the employer. You have the responsibility to properly track whether it's front-loaded time or accrual. It's your responsibility to track that. You also have a responsibility to make sure that those hours are a line item on their paycheck stub. You are legally required to make sure that those paycheck stubs provide that data. That is a regulatory compliance matter. And if your paycheck stubs are missing the amount of sick leave they have, the amount of vacation time they have available to them, you're in violation of the law. So the method for tracking PTO is as important as the actual policy. Many small businesses don't have an automated tracking method. Some use spreadsheets or even a Google calendar. Employees submit requests verbally, and it's up to the manager to keep track of them to determine how they impact schedules and approve or deny. It's a very analog way to do it. And the the challenges with this is it creates opportunity for human error. It creates opportunity for hours to get uh, not logged properly or missed. So the consequences of that could be twofold. One, the employee could end up losing hours because they're not tracked properly. So in other words, there's less hours shown on the Excel sheet than they actually have available to them. Or the other could happen where they end up with more hours than they have actually accrued or earned. And that becomes a cost to you as the employer. Manual PTO tracking takes a lot of time and persistence to keep track of the employee request, make sure that we're treating everyone fairly and equitably, and ensure that business operations aren't impacted when the employee takes time off. In contrast, inexpensive automated PTO tracking software makes it easy to manage leave. The most powerful system is a system that we have, so I'm going to put in a shameless plug here. We utilize and provide our clients with a system called Swipe Clock. With our Swipe Clock system, we have timekeeping, payroll, and employee scheduling, all as a cloud-based SaaS product that is fully integrated with the payroll engine. So what are the benefits of automated PTO tracking? So there are five benefits that I want to discuss. First, it ensures equitable PTO for all employees because it allows you to make sure that there's not too many employees taking time off at one time, that you manage the overlap, and that you have clarity and visibility on all of your PTO requests. Number two, it provides a standardized way for employees to request time off. Third, it helps managers, helps you keep track of all employee vacations. Four, it's going to sync with your time cards and scheduling to avoid shift coverage gaps and issues in scheduling. And last but not least, it's going to give employees access to their PTO balance without them having to call you and ask for it. It's going to be tracked accurately, and your team can access access it and see what they have available to them. So when researching your PTO systems, make sure they can accommodate your policy. If you have anything more involved than a basic policy, you're going to need a provider that provides custom scripting, coding, to accommodate that policy. One more advantage to an automated PTO system is the ease of analytics. You as a business owner and your employees can run reports for any period of time and see accruals by date and which hours have been deducted from the employee's balances. This is going to help you as a business owner administer leave policies and evaluate their effectiveness. So today we have covered accruals. We've covered what is PTO, what is vacation, what is accrual, what is front-loading, and we've covered the different types of PTO and leave plans that are out there. 
We've also discussed the importance or the benefit of having an automated software system to manage all of your vacation, PTO, sick leave, time and attendance versus trying to do it manually. So hopefully you've gotten something out of this and it gives you the starting point for how you want to design your sick leave policies as well as your vacation slash PTO policies. In the next podcast next week, we are going to discuss how to manage those PTO requests so that you can do it easily and make sure there are no mistakes and the principles of PTO management. So we look forward to talking about in that in next week's Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. Until then, have a great week. And remember, you got this.